Podcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello. Hello and welcome to the Constantine AfterBuzz After Show. I'm your host, Yael Teagle. Sitting with me, of course, Tari Miller. Hey, hey. I'm just enjoying the music. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, this is so... It's soothing. A little bit. Yeah. Is that weird? No, I mean, you got the clockworks going and the like gentle... I don't know yeah. what instruments those are, but they're mm-hmm. great. And now we got some like... Hard rock, heavy metal. <laughs> I love it. Um, guys, we're talking about Constantine, the devil's vinyl, so it's only fitting that we discuss the music. Yeah. Um, this episode, I'm going to say it, my favorite episode so far. I even, uh, for the last two episodes, I feel bad for the fans because I've been harping on how similar it is to Supernatural. In this episode, I was like, no, it's not at all. Yeah. In fact, it, was, it had two Doctor Who references, <laughs> which I loved. I mean, yeah, it's definitely finding its groove, like, and Zed made an amazing addition to the team. Mm-hmm. Like, she really kind of completed the whole deal. Yeah. Um, and she's pulling her weight, which is great. Yeah. Oh, she's pulling more than her weight. <laughs> um, but also, I was reading comments, because I was trying to find uh, information about this episode, and I was reading comments, and people were pointing out that the first episode was the pilot. So, you know, it's always rough. you got to learn who everyone is. got to be introduced to the whole situation. And because they had to recast um, the female role and they brought in Zed, the second episode had to serve as an additional pilot. Right. So this is the first, like, real episode, which is why it's so good. Yeah, that makes sense. Right? Yeah. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> um, I, and it was darker. It was what we've been waiting for. I felt like the last episode was darker than this one. Really? I did. mostly, And mostly because of the whole, like you know, moral ambiguity thing mm. that I discussed in the, yeah. on the last episode. But, like, I felt like this one had an... It had dark themes, but it had a lighter feel to it overall. Interesting. Yeah. Ah, that's so interesting. I see what you're saying. Um, but I still disagree. That's fine. So, you're allowed that. <laughs> thank you. This one time. <laughs> so this episode takes us to Chicago. Um, and we find out that there is a woman who is looking for a record... And this magical record um, apparently has the voice of Satan on it. Yeah. Um, I like that she finds it in this carcass warehouse. It was like, who is maintaining this place and just hanging up all of these animals? I don't think that's... I I don't think that was the point. I think somebody (laughs) did this because they... Here's my theory. Um, They were drawn to murder the animals because of the... You know, the, the record was... It makes you hear voices. So right. whoever's shop this was, mm-hmm. was hearing voices and therefore was killing all these things. I don't think it was like a butcher <laughs> shop where they didn't do what butchers do. Right. Okay. That That's, makes sense. <laughs> you really thought that somebody, this is just somebody's store? Right. Well, I mean, if you're housing the devil's vinyl, like, mm-hmm. maybe you're just like, I'm a crazed guy and I just like to, you know, maim animals and stuff. He could be at, like, stage two of becoming a serial killer. It's like, <laughs> wet your bed, kill some animals, play with the devil's record. Like, it's a progression. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> um, well, she finds the record in the wall, and it's everything's frozen. Um, not that frozen. <laughs> and Just let it go, yell. You let it go. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> um, and we we find out later that this record was actually uh, created by an old musician who had sold his soul to the devil, and the uh, the payment was his talent. And then the devil came to claim him, and therefore he was accidentally recorded onto this mm-hmm. record. Which, when you hold it, um, you start hearing voices, and it, t- it wants to be played. It wants to, you know, you to kill everyone by playing it. Yeah. What uh, an interesting idea. Yeah. It's like a really proactive ring VHS, but it's a record. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you, you listen to it, and then you either kill yourself or you kill others. Kill others. Well, I think, so I think that you're supposed to kill others and that the reason Bernie, who we meet later, um, killed himself is because he even shouts out, I don't want to do it. I don't want to kill anyone. So he kills himself to not hurt others. Hmm, That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I had interpreted it as I don't want to like kill myself, Mm. but that, that is a more philanthropic gesture in in that regard. Well, watching it twice, that was what I came up with. (laughs) Um, well... When Constantine gets involved with Zed. Guys, uh, I actually found a track off the record. Uh <laughs> Thank you, Steven. Oh my gosh. It's so rare. <laughs> oh man. I feel like killing everyone now. That's yeah, what that I was. I feel that. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, Constantine gets involved and he goes to the um, morgue where Bernie is dead mm-hmm. um and he wakes him up with the hand of glory which is such an interesting um artifact yeah an interesting idea it i feel like it was the pie maker's hand from pushing daisies oh that would that would make sense yeah. i i at first thought it was like a monkey's paw mm. and then i was like oh no he's he's breaking it down yeah he says that it's the hand of like someone who was hanged mm-hmm. like bathed in embryonic and, yeah. fru- fluid yeah um, <laughs> embryonic fruit? Yeah. Is that where you were going? Embryonic fruit. Gross. Uh, it's the best kind. Okay. Has the most vitamins in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He explains how it works and, and whatever, and that as, as each finger is a candle. Yeah. But, like, not the kind of candle that, like, melts. I think it's the kind of candle that just has a wick coming out of it. Yeah. And you get to the end of the wick, and it's no longer a candle. So I don't think it's really a candle. I mean, anything with a wick is a candle, right? I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like a candle <laughs> wax with a wick. Fair enough. Right? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so yeah, he uses this and it like rocks every dead person in the mortuary alive. Yeah. And then Bernie gives him three pieces of information. We hear him say the voice, the acetate, and moonrise. Um, and then Constantine is like, oh, we need to go to the library. And I love that Zed pulls out her phone and is yeah. like, Google. <laughs> Done. This is what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, further showing her utility. Yeah, because he's so old school. And I I like that we're bringing it into a modern world, that she's showing him that you don't have to go back and look through your books and find the information when you can Google stuff. Yeah. Um, especially because a lot of the stuff is mythologies and theories and, and rumors. Mm-hmm. Um, so they find out that Marcus Mooney, who was a um, record producer he was working with this blues musician and that's how we got to the acetate yes um yeah 
Um, I thought that whole sequence was really cool. Just like him doing his little blues thing. Mm -hmm. Like the whole flashback and just having all the... I assume it was blood or tar or record solution Mm -hmm. like bleeding from the walls and just enveloping him. Mm -hmm. It was a great sequence. That's what I'm saying. It's darker this episode. (laughs) Um, And then there was blood everywhere. Ha, nice. Um, So Marcus Mooney uh, explains that this was just a myth and a theory and whatever and that he hid the record and then he dies. And it was supposed to be sad. But really, I was like, wait, he sees an angel. Where's Manny? Yeah. And then Manny shows up. <laughs> pointless. Manny was pointless in this part. Um, I mean, I think he was further just, one, reminding us that he's a, he exists. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, just to kind of be uh, a over overseeing presence. Like, I thought, for me, it was more uh, to kind of remind John that they're supposed to be working together. So he's like, I'm going to show up and just kind of do a power play. Interesting. I think, so I have this theory about Manny. Because okay. the first time we saw him was when we were trying to protect Liv from dying. Um, and now we see him and he's collecting Marcus's soul, kind of. Um, and then later on in this episode, we see him and he's um, there while Constantine is on the tied to the bed or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think he has something to do with death, collecting souls, maybe. Maybe he's like a reaper. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, uh, maybe Manny is a, like, he's like Michael, the angel of death. Mm-hmm. Um, so he chose Manny as his name because it starts with an M and why not? Yeah. Uh, instead of Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> it's too obvious. Yeah. Um, so that would that would make sense right. if he was basically a, a death reaper. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I mean, I still yeah, and I want to know what his end game is. Yeah, he's, and because sometimes I get vibes that he's on the wrong side. Um, I feel that yeah, yeah, like yeah, especially later on in the episode when he doesn't help. Um, well, we'll get there. So we find out that um, Ian fell is a musician who, according to Constantine, does does not deserve his wealth. (laughs) So maybe he sold his soul to the devil. But no, his wife, Jasmine, um, Zed figures it out. I smell Jasmine. (laughs) Um, She sold her soul to the devil to uh, cure Ian of cancer, which changes everything. Yeah. Um, And she sold her soul to Anton, who is a soul broker. And I like that... um, Zed really asks why people, like, why Satan wants souls. Mm -hmm. And the answer we got was that souls are the purest expression of God's love, and he takes them to exact revenge. What an interesting concept. Yeah. Um, I love that. What did you think about it? Um, I thought it was, like, (laughs) I thought it was cool. Yeah. Um, But, like, I feel like there's so much more to it that we're not learning in this moment. Mm -hmm. Because... Just collecting souls just to have them, just to be like, ha, 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 God. Um, it seems, I mean, and yeah, the devil is petty, but it seems more <laughs> petty than what they're pointing to. Okay. Um, but I thought that was, it was a, a very different take on the whole idea of what the devil does and yeah. the purpose of souls and all that stuff. I, I also think it's interesting they gave us this, um, this answer to it, because you never think about... Like, you know, when people sell their soul to the devil, you never think about why he wants them. You know? 
I'm like, Zed, genius. Well, I always assume he was in a bind and he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> so we meet Papa Midnight. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> we meet Papa Midnight, who um, in this version of Constantine is a voodoo priest. And I don't know if that is the same in the comics, but it is different from the Keanu movie. And I'm not trying to compare. I'm just pointing it out. Right. Stating the facts. Um, stating facts, people. Calm down. I'm sorry. Um, and he wants the acetate as a get-out-of-hell-free card, mm-hmm. which I don't understand how he plans to use it that way. Um, I don't know. Like, maybe maybe the devil want Like, he wants to use it in mm-hmm. some way. So if at some point um, Papa Midnight gets in trouble with the devil, he could be like, well, here. Here's this thing that you want. Um, and I will give it to you in exchange for, um, you know, saving myself in this one moment. Mm. Well, I feel like the the recording was not intentional. Right. And so I don't think, like, I, I feel like it was a mistake that happened, and now it's out there. Yeah. And we later find out the only way to destroy it is to send it back to hell where it came from. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that if the devil wanted it out here and it was sent back to hell, he wouldn't have just sent it back up. Right. You know what I mean? Um, I guess so. Yeah. Um, then I don't know. Maybe maybe that's a seed that is going to be yeah. uh, explored later throughout the season, especially so. as we have this big giant thing coming that people keep referring to. Mm-hmm. And I think that it sets up Papa Midnight as someone who's going to return. Yeah. Um, especially because he ties up Constantine and and he cuts him open. I love I love this. I was like. That's a weird way to kill someone. He's yeah. like, no, I'm, I'm wanting it to be slow enough that if it, I fail, I can come back and question you. Right. Oh, my God, genius. <laughs> it's weird to appreciate someone for their murder and torture tactics. I mean, no, it was it was smart. Um, it was tactical. Mm-hmm. And beyond that, like, he also gave him a way to save himself, which shows him as a man of honor. Yeah. You know, uh, at the end of the day, he's a businessman. It's all just business to him. Um, and I think that the point that he was trying to make about, like, John not working hard enough, um, or not working hard in general, mm-hmm. um, was a nice thing to throw in there, just to kind of, as the icing on the cake. Yeah. Well, um, a homeless man finds Constantine, <laughs> starts taking his shoes, and then turns into Manny, who is useless, and he doesn't help. Ugh, so yeah. frustrating. Um but I like when Constantine turns his, um, you know, his psychic paper card trick into um, a platinum card. Right. And I love that the homeless man is like, I have to kill you now. Yeah. I was like, of course. There's no, <laughs> there's yeah. no reason that he, why he would want to untie you or keep you alive. Right. Like, he, this homeless man is not dumb. Yeah. He knows. He came to you, saw that you were tied up, and we're like, great. I can use these shoes. Yeah. Uh, Constantine, come on. <laughs> I was hoping he'd be hobbling around the rest of the episode with one shoe on. That would have been really fun. <laughs> that would have been fun. Um, but Zed finds him because we heard about earlier in the episode the nails from the coffin of St. Padua, which is basically a tracking device. Yeah. Um, and Constantine slipped it into um, Jasmine's jacket when he hugged her goodbye. Aww. Um, I don't get why he... Uh, put it in Jasmine's jacket, not Zed's pocket. Um, I don't know either. Like, I had thought that it was 
when he was going to go meet with them mm-hmm. that maybe he assumed that she was going to kind of go AWOL. Yeah. So he wanted to put a tracking device on her. Um, but she stuck around at the house and yeah. didn't really do anything else. So, I mean, maybe it was just like a fail safe. Maybe. But it was it was a curious move to make. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially because you've got Zed. She is your partner now. Yeah. Like, and she's gonna she helps you out. Well, he doesn't see her as a partner yet, though. He just sees her as a, a resource that hasn't exhausted itself at this point. Right, but he could have used her as another, like, here's another opportunity to use this resource. Right. Nope, I'm going to use someone else. <laughs> yeah. Well, Zed calls Chaz to come in because she's like, oh, I don't know what's happening. Um, meanwhile, she saves him from the homeless man before he can stab her. Yeah. Um, Chaz arrives and gives us a lot of information about Zed, which we will get to in a bit. Um, but we then find out that Midnight's goons get the record. They decide to go play it in a club, <laughs> kill everybody, except for the deaf guy. Love it. Nice. Um, and then they're like, we're going to go to a radio station and play it. Um, that yes. would have been the first place I went. I would have been like, come on. Like, cause the, the record is telling you to play it. So as many people as possible mm-hmm. can hear it. So, like, I'd be like, yeah, Radio Station 101, or maybe I'm just old-fashioned. A club seemed smart when, like, the episode, when it happened in the episode. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. People spin records. Yeah. Um, but, like, the radio station, man, airwaves. I think um, the club was closer or they wanted to see what it did first. That's my theory. Maybe. Because it, it was a trial run. They didn't seem like trial and error kind of guys. <laughs> I don't know if it was a trial and error. It was just a, let's see what happens. Great. (laughs) Let's take this bigger. You know? Yeah. All right. They weren't expecting error to, like, then fix it. They Mm -hmm. were like, no, let's see what happens. Great. Moving on. Um, Well, Constantine shows up. Also, Papa Midnight shows up. Stops the music from playing. Thank you, Papa Midnight. Um, And, yes. Oh, sorry. I was just going to rant or rave about that that sequence where he just comes in with a shotgun and just yeah. starts blasting speakers. It was great. Yeah. Especially because we got Zed and Chaz outside trying to figure out how to do it. And Papa Minna just shows up with a gun. <laughs> got this. Got this, guys. Yeah. Um, and Constantine sends them, the goons and the record, back to hell. Um, yeah. Then Anton is forced to eat the contract. Because that's where the, the saying comes from, guys. It was cute. It was it was cute. <laughs> um, I think the the way the conversation went was unnecessary. Right. The fact that Ian was like, I didn't know he would literally have to eat the contract. And then Constantine was like, that's where the saying comes from. We could have just taken out Ian's line. <laughs> and it would have still been fine. I mean, well, I actually... Uh, valued Ian's line as a more realistic reaction to be like, oh, that actually happened. That's okay, cool. This is the thing we're doing. <laughs> Whereas, like, Constantine's like, here's my, my little frame of reference. Uh, okay. That was my impression. It was that good. was a terrible it impression. It was great. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we see in the final moments that Papa Midnight has a voodoo doll of Constantine, even with a little tie. Oh, yeah. So he's not going anywhere. No. Um, and I thought that was great. Like, the moment that uh, they, like, right after the uh, acetane was sent to hell and he's like, Constantine. I was like, you just made a powerful enemy, my mm-hmm. friend. Um, so I kind of, though, part of me wanted him to join the, the, join the club. I wanted him to be, like, part of the gang. 
solving <laughs> mysteries. But he's not a good guy. I know, but I like him so much. Me too. I hope we'll see more of him. Yeah. Um, before we get into Zed and, and all the other uh, exciting revelations that we had, um, I want to take a moment to thank everyone for listening and downloading and streaming. We really appreciate it. Um, we like this show a lot and like coming in to talk about it. So we are here for you. Um, and the one thing we ask for you to do for us is uh, go on iTunes and rate and review us. If you like our show, we will take a five-star rating. Thank you. If you don't like our show, we will accept four stars. That's fine. We understand. But also leave a comment if you don't like us. If you do like us, let us know what we're doing well, what we could be doing better, what you think of Papa Midnight. Should he join the team? Um, that is all we ask. Also, thank you for commenting on YouTube and tweeting at us. We yeah. do love that. We appreciate it so much. Yeah. Um, okay, so, as I said, there were two Doctor Who references in mm. this episode. Um, the Mill House, which is a supernatural safe house, is bigger on the inside. Mm-hmm. For those who don't watch Doctor Who, you should. <laughs> um, and the psychic paper in form of playing cards. Amazing. Uh, yeah. Those uh, are my favorite moments of the episode. <laughs> Can we make a Doctor Who reference every episode? Yes. So I think we did it last episode, too. I'm sure we did. Yes, we did. We're fans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, those are really... I'm, I'm wondering if they were, like, intentional, cute little nods or if they were just like, here's some lore. Um, I I want to believe that the writers are Whovians. Mm-hmm. I want to believe that. Um, we This mill house, I want more information about it. Um, we find out that there is a hall of doors. Yeah. Um, and that even I'm not ready for that one says Constantine. Like, yeah. what is it? It felt like a nod. Like, I'm not the most versed in Constantine lore. Mm-hmm. And if you guys know uh, at home, let us know in the comments if that was like a nod to like there's an arc where he goes through this corridor of doors and it becomes a big thing. Or maybe the devil's in the, one of those doors. Like, something like that. There's a hell mouth. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be amazing. That'd be sweet. Um, no, this, I want to understand this millhouse. <laughs> Every time you say millhouse, I keep thinking of Millhouse from The Simpsons. It's not important right now, but every time you say it. Anyways. Well, I want to know more about Millhouse. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a good it's a good tool to be like, for every episode uh, if they ever need anything. You're just like it's in the Millhouse. Yeah. Uh, so just go to the Millhouse and get the mill <laughs> get this tool because it's in there. It's infinitely big. Mm-hmm. This Millhouse. It's like the minor minor boss from last week. <laughs> millhouse. Um, we also get information about Zed. So Chaz does some digging into Zed. Um, and her parents may not have named her. Ooh. Mm. Um, we also find out that she knows ASL. Yay, American Sign Language. Yeah. That was awesome. Um, Chaz likes her. Like, he thinks she's super useful. He really appreciates her being around. Yeah. Um, I like that. I also really like Chaz. Well, he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I, th- I feel like he's the, the, and I don't know which is the which, but he's the yin to Constantine's yang. He's mm-hmm. the yang to Constantine's yin. Yeah. Like, um, he's the heart of the group. He kind of keeps things together. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, he's also very helpful. Um, and Zed is not in any law enforcement database, but we're not sure if that's a good thing. So meaning, like, her prints were not... She's never been printed. Like a, yeah. <laughs> not she's even She may been have been arrested, but she was never printed. Hmm. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, it made me think if maybe she's, like, 
uh, like there's a chance that she's a an astral projection or she's like a spirit or maybe an angel that we don't know of. Like there's something about her yeah. that like is ethereal. We mm-hmm. know this. And so I'm hoping that she becomes something of like a like a, a god or demigod or you a think she's devil not or, human. I don't think she's human, no. Interesting. I I think she's human. Um and at the end we see her with her cross that she takes off. Mm-hmm. Um and I wanna say that I'm gonna go with she's human, but I think she may have a non human parent. Okay. So like maybe one of her parents is an angel or something. It's Manny. It's gotta be Manny. Yeah. He fathers everyone. <laughs> Why? I don't know. You're just making I'm just I'm just I just make statements and then sometimes they land, sometimes they don't. Yeah. Um so overall this episode was really fun. We got a lot of information. We learned a lot more about this world. I personally think it was a little darker. Mm-hmm. Um I'm really loving Zed. I really I think she's very useful. I think she's I felt her really that she was really kind of annoying last episode. <laughs> Um, but mostly because she was like, I want to do stuff. Yeah. I want to help. But this episode, she's like, nope, I got this. Yeah. Uh, she's really asserting herself. Like, the moment where, uh, not to say that she ha- didn't have me before, but the moment it was cemented in there is when John is jumping the fence and he, like, extends his hand. And she's like, no, I can jump this fence myself. Yeah. I was like, yes, this is a strong character. This is a character that gets things done. Um, I would go further back to her Googling. <laughs> I know, but still, I thought that was like a a physical representative moment. I don't know words. Leave me alone. I know what you mean. Um, Hopefully the audience does too. (laughs) Um, I think in the beginning when she arrives, because she drew the mill house. Yeah. um, She's like, there there aren't a lot of houses like this in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Um, Which I want someone in Atlanta to let me know if that is correct. If if there aren't a lot of houses that look like that. <laughs> we get flooded with like 700 houses that yeah. all have mills on them. I'd be like, yeah, well, Constantine was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Do your research. Yeah, guys, no. Google Atlanta. <laughs> um, but she she like shows up and is like, I'm going to help. I want to go with you. Um, I'm not come, I didn't come all this way to like have you just abandon me. And he's yeah. like, oh, you can drive. I love it. Yeah. Um, when is Chaz going to get the taxi fixed? That's what I want to know. It's, it's it's getting there. Yeah. You know, he's not going to taxi out to Chicago from uh, from the mill house, though. Why not? She drove them in her truck. Meh. <laughs> Taxis have uh, fair systems. <laughs> I was like, what was that? What is that supposed to mean? It's, it's when they punch the, uh, oh. the rotating fair. It I doesn't matter. Nothing I do matters. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm getting that. Okay. Um, I like Zed. I like Chaz. Yeah. Well, I would say I like them more than Constantine, but only because, like, when you compare them with Constantine, they wouldn't be as great if we didn't have Constantine. Right. Well, I mean, and I feel like even though we haven't met a lot of them, mm-hmm. like, or at least we don't know a lot about their backstories, like, we, we've kind of seen their individual arcs. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Zed has gone from just, like, needing woman to like strong female uh character in two episodes yeah amazing um whereas constantine is he's kind of a constant he's always um snarky 
he's always tortured and he's always battling something, whether it be an internal or external demon. He doesn't really have a lot of growth in these in these last three episodes, but he doesn't need it because he's supposed to be a constant. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be just the driving force that gets us through the season. Interesting. Yeah. I will point out that last episode I was excited to see him smoke so much, and this episode, again, not as many cigarettes. Right. I can't even think of one. No. Yeah. Guys, he's a smoker. Just do it. <laughs> get over it. Um, I really hope that we get Chaz's backstory very soon. Yeah. Because I want an answer. To his immortality? That, too. Oh. I just want answers. Okay. Any answer. Um, that was what I thought about when... Because uh, Constantine mentioned that the hand takes away some of your life. Mm. I was like, just give it to Chaz. Make him do it every time. Because <laughs> nice. he, he can't die. Yeah. That was such an interesting uh, statement about how Constantine... He's been... He just understands that he's shortening his life. And he, like, doesn't even care. He's like, I'm, I'm helping people. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. And I wonder how long his life started out. Because he's, like, I feel like at this point, he probably only has, like, three years left. Right. You know? Yeah. Weird. Um, all right. I think that pretty much covers the devil's vinyl. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we should head into predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Um, so there wasn't really a trailer for next week, Yeah. but I did some research. It's called A Feast of Friends, and it's based off the Hunger Demon uh, series or arc from the Hellblazer comics. Okay. That's all I know. <laughs> um, but it looks like we're going to see a friend of Constantine's, and that's who we're helping out. Okay. Um, predictions on next episode or the season? Um, I will go with uh, season. Okay. Uh, and... I'm predicting that we're uh, we're going to get a lot more Papa Midnight as we get closer to the big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping that it's revealed by the end of the season, like whatever the big thing is, and the next season is them dealing with it mm. if they haven't resolved it by then. Um, I'm I know that I, or not I know, but um, I'm hoping that Manny will turn at some point. And you'll, he'll kind of be like, "Here is my true intention," um, and it will be super uh, dark. I'm hoping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want him to start killing things. Manny. Yes. The Manny. angel. The angel. Okay. I mean, it wouldn't be our first time having an angel kill things. Um, in the show, yes, Not, but in general lore, right? Um, I mean, because angels are traditionally. Like they take lives at the at the behest of God, mm-hmm. they don't uh, value humans as highly as uh, God does. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, I'm going to predict that we will see Papa Midnight uh, sooner rather than later. Um, I was going to say that we're going to get some answers by the mid-season finale, but we're already in November, so I'm going to go with no. Um, I I want answers about Chaz, and I want them within the next month. Okay. I'm, I'm requesting a lot. Yeah. Um, and I want um, Zed answers. Also, I want answers. That's all <laughs> I want. Um, but I don't think we're going to get them until the end of the year. I think Zed is going to be, is going to play a huge part in whatever the big thing is. Yeah. And I think Papa Midnight is going to um unintentionally speed up whatever the big thing is. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Those are predictions. Yeah. 
Um, and, oh, I have a last-minute one for the next episode yeah. uh, in that I'm predicting that a friend of John Constantine is going to die because that happens every episode. Yeah, that sounds right. Yep. Um, I'll even go as far as we get no answers next uh, episode. <laughs> None about Zed or Chaz. Fair enough. Awesome. Um, Tari, tell the people at home where they can find you online. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tari J. That's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Uh, you can also find me here at AfterBuzz TV on Assorted Panels. Do you want to name any? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, I'm on Sword Art Online uh, on Sundays. Also, The Legend of Korra also on Sundays. And catch me on The Flash on Tuesdays. Awesome. You can find me online at yell.tv. That's Y-A-E-L.tv. And here at AfterBuzz on lots of shows, including the Law & Order Special Victims Unit show. Awesome show. Check it out. Um, many other shows all on Yell TV. Also, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Google Plus at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And we will see you next week for more Constantine. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.